Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to be speaking with Matt. Matt, say hello. Hey, how you doing? Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm super pumped and excited to kick this interview off. But before we go in to it, you know, tell us your one word open. Recharging. Awesome. Now, for the next few minutes, take three to five minutes max. Tell us about, you know, who is Matt? What's your background? How you got started in your business? Where you, you know, your inception to aha moment to where you are at today? Yeah, so my name is Matt Ford. I grew up in the Midwest. I learned how to code when I was in college and around the same time that I became inspired to become an entrepreneur, which is about a decade ago. Um, and yeah, I just really, you know, love the idea of owning my own company and working for myself. And um, and I love the valuations that the Facebooks and the YouTube of the world were getting back when they were teenagers. Um, you know, these little billion dollar valuations and they were turning down you know, crazy offers. So I was like, hey, I want to do that. So I taught myself how to code and just started working on every single thing that was an, an idea. And I got my first company off the ground while I was in school. Um, had a little bit of a buyout. That was great. Like nothing life changing, but just a really you know fun experience. And then, um, and it was in the live music space actually. And then I started working on a festival, uh, a live music festival technology. And um, I ended up selling that technology as well. And in the process, just wanted to learn more and more about uh, live music booking and started booking shows myself and booked just about every single venue in Austin, Texas. And then um, and was also working on kind of like an artist and venue matchmaking application and really just intimately understood what event planners needs were and uh, decided that um, I could build a platform to match those needs. And that was the launch of Prism um, back in 2018. So that's, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Awesome. When was that moment of certainty that you had? You're like, this is it. I got to I got to take this and, and put it in action. Well, when I was booking shows and working on technology, I, I knew that we needed to find a venue that would um, go the distance with us to, um, to be a partner in building out the technology so that when, when the technology was ready, they would be able to run their business at a pace and a rate that they couldn't do without Prism um, or without, without our products. Um, so it was really finding a group of, of venues, one, one venue here in Austin, Empire Control Room, and then a handful of other venues around the country that were really, you know, ready to go all in with us that I, you know, yeah, gained a high level of confidence. And then you know, there was honestly about a year build out with our initial clients. And um, that was, it took longer than I wanted, uh, which always happens. But, you know, finally we hit this point where we're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna lose the whole thing if we don't launch this thing. And we really put the pressure on early advisors. Uh, they jumped on board. The first week that we were trying to sell it, I think we got five customers just popped out of the woodwork and, and uh, a ticketing company actually tried to buy us in that first week of us launching because um, they saw the light in what we were doing. And I was like, all right, you know what? This, this actually might be something. And that was 2018. And in that year we grew from four customers to 40 um and then uh you know yeah from there it's just been uh continuously working very very hard and smart and you know we're still at it <laughs> what an awesome story let's shift over to wins if you could share with us a recent win that you had in your business 
And tell us, like, you know, your experience from that. We, during the pandemic, the live music industry was really severely hit. And um, one, of the, one of the executives, major executives in the industry uh, went on a podcast and um, was talking about, you know, his, what he believed this meant, the pandemic meant for the industry. And, um, and I could just hear the way he thought about things. And I thought, you know what, that guy would be a really interesting person to get involved in our business. And uh, a month later, another executive in the music industry introduced us and said, hey, you two need to meet. And it turns out he started a, a promoter company uh, or he was starting a promoter company. He was raising $75 million for this new promoter business that was growing out and acquiring venues. And um, he was looking for a software system to run that. And we became a software system. And he's uh, one of our highest paying customers now and an advisor and a friend. And um, I you know, really appreciate having him on the journey. So that was, you know, yeah, that was a great validation that we're doing something right. The fact that we're being introduced to the top people in the industry. And um, it's also one of the more kind of complex clients that we've taken on and we're really nailing it. So that, that's been a great experience. Awesome. Let's talk about the flip side of a win. So talk about a recent failure that you ran into, like a wall that essentially that your business came to, so to speak. And then to talk, talk to us uh, and, you know, give us some insight into how you came out of it. A recent failure. Huh. Everything's just going so good right now, thankfully. Okay, cool. Um, let's yeah. talk about thought leadership. So okay. I would love to hear your, you know, my typical interview style, right? I always I want to hear people's, uh, you know, when I have thought leaders on here, I want to hear their point of view on thought leadership. So tell me from your point of view, what you think are the top three things that make someone a powerful thought leader? Cool. And yeah, I apologize. I wasn't fast enough at getting you a loss. It's just things have been great lately. And yeah, but Anyway, this is more fun to talk about, so we'll just keep rolling. Um, I think the biggest change in thought leadership that has occurred recently is I've become more focused on empowering my team. And, uh, you know, like I, I, it's a balance because I want to be, I am a servant leader and I'm, I'm oftentimes finding myself putting in long hours and want to be a good example to my employees. But at the same time, I, there's only so much that I can do as an individual con contributor compared to my 20 employees, like feeling really empowered to go and do their job extremely well. Um, and I think the first part of growing my business, I was focused on um, kind of being at the top of the pyramid and having the decision-making structure really kind of funnel up to me. But now I'm more focused on empowering leaders to make their own really good decisions. Um, and a book that inspired me on this, on this journey was a book called no Rules Rules is written by the CEO of Netflix. And on the surface, it's a corporate culture book, but it really, it really goes deep into their strategy of building out a world-class team, um, eliminating kind of monotonous uh, reporting mechanisms and just saying, hey, like on a high level, we trust you, go and get your job. You have it done, you have autonomy. And that trust also has, you know, firm boundaries that if you get out of line or you're you're not, you're not making good bets consistently, you're going to get fired. Um, but uh, that, that whole framework of empowering people that you trust and removing rules and removing the nanny state 
and as a result, just creating incredible teams and structures that aren't dependent on one leader has been really, you know, yeah, it's been a really inspiring change that I've seen at our company. Um, and morale and culture is stronger than ever. And um, I, when I was just three, four people trying to forge a company into existence, I didn't really think about company culture, but now I do, and I see it as a really key element in our in our success. And we're going to go out there and make you know twenty thousand decisions over the next over the next year, and uh, com company culture, you know, will will make all the difference in the world, and all those decisions going extremely well, and like changing the the course of our history. Um, like it's not set in stone; the future is not determined. And um, yeah, having a really really strong empowered team is what's going to assure that, you know, the ship grows in the best possible direction. That was well put. Let's go over to company culture. So I, I would also love to hear your point of view on a successful company culture. Oversimplified, low toxicity, low drama, um, kindness, Hard work, sorry, smart work over hard work, um, great communication and strong morale, I guess, is the, is, the, is the way that I would define that. And then at the end of the day, it comes down to how is the company performing? And I've been in times where we're performing really well. We 10X our business in the last year, but it's like executive team is more stressed than ever. People are getting burnt out. They feel like the load is too much. And it's really frustrating as an entrepreneur because it's like we we did this really hard thing of finding product market fit and like why isn't everyone just stoked and happy like we look at these sales we're doing great right like come on guys we're doing great but no no there's a, this reality that there's like you know there's something beneath the surface with people burnt out and not communicating well and little pockets of drama forming um, but alternatively uh, you know when culture is good you know even really really daunting challenges are hitting a hitting a roadblock uh, with not performing sales as, as well as we want in a month can feel bearable because we know that we have a team of people that are on it, they're ahead of it, they're communicating really well, they're being innovative, they're being strategic. Um, so it's just, you know, having good culture or not is just not a difference. I couldn't agree with you more because we've all read that book and I reference this almost every week, you know, culture eats strategy for breakfast and we yeah. kind of some of us live by that and it's so true when you're on you know you're at fourth and two and it's like fourth quarter you need to you need to score and get a w on the board that's when culture takes over right people go above and beyond their normal capability and and deliver i'm into that i, I completely agree absolutely well now that the audience had a chance to understand who you are and got a good insight into high level what you do, I want you to take this opportunity to share your website address, your social handles. That way, if people are interested in finding out more information about you and your company, they'll know how to connect with you. Yeah, uh, www.prism.fm on social media. It's just prism.fm across the board, Facebook, Instagram. That's kind of where we're most active. Uh, we have a blog on the website as well. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I don't really keep an active Twitter or anything like that. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn it would be the place for that. And I, I can, I'll, I'll post our updates and whatnot on there. Awesome. 
Well, I appreciate it. And here we are at the end. If you could give us a one word close to sign off with, tell us what that's going to be. And also tell the audience why you're choosing this word to sign off with. Inspiration. And I'm choosing that word because when inspiration is present, everything's possible. Um, when it's not present, even, even challenges that are not a big deal can feel like a big deal. So if, um, yeah, if I, if I work on myself and I am in a state of inspired, then anything is possible, but yeah, the alternative is true as well. So just a reminder to, um, take care of myself as a way of like contributing as best as I can to the outside world. So being, being selfless by being selfish. <laughs> Matt, thank you very much for all the insights, all the gems that you provided. And lastly, thank you for your time. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate it.